0: Yes, hello and welcome back to the Weight Loss Podcast Season 7. You are listening to the dulcet tones of Matt. Oh, Lord. That is me. With me, as you can hear in the background there, is my wonderful co host and even more wonderful wife, Courtney. Oh, thank you. I turned you around pretty quick. That's nice. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. We are here to discuss the most necessary superpowers that you need to succeed. And when I say superpowers, no, I'm not talking about the ability to fly or telepathy <laughs> or Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> talking about actual real life superpowers, yeah? Yes. So Courtney and I have got together, which is pretty handy since we live together.
1: Yeah. Worked out well.
0: It was easy. Hmm. Um, just walked into the next room, and there you are.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And we have individually come up with a list of superpowers each that we are going to individually talk about. Yes, from our own perspectives, because there are a there are some double ups. But I wanted both of us to talk about them anyway, because well, there's. It's going to probably sound a bit different coming from me and my experiences and Courtney and her experiences, both of which are very valuable, but you know, we're different people, aren't we? Yes, we are. So without further ado, Courtney, I'm going to just lay straight into this. Mm -hmm. So obviously I will start and kick things off. Uh, I have written out my necessary superpowers and I'm going to say the first two are the two most important in my mind personally speaking are uh, in order as well the most important in my mind uh, after that they're all kind of they're all extremely useful but these first two are yeah all right number 1 you need resilience straight up if you if you can't handle adversity or aren't prepared to show up when things are tough or when you're challenged or when life or people or coaches or whoever challenge you and push back on you. If you're not prepared to show up in those situations, you ain't going to go far. It is, Yes, it is as simple as that. The thing is how well a person goes with their with their weight loss will not be determined by how they operate when things are good or calm or in control or smooth or easy. Forget that shit. Anyone can kick ass during those times. That's not a measure of a person. The actual measure of a person is when the chips are down and the universe finds a way of asking you, how much do you really want this? Mm. And that's when you find out for some people, they're as soft as a packet of wet tissues. Yes. And the moment things get just a little bit hard, oh, I just can't do it. Like, mate, that's fine. You make the choice, you live with the consequence. Mm-hmm. Number one for me with a bullet Easily resilience, and I should mention that resilience is not built on good times. Mm. It's built on testing times, on emotionally draining times. Yes. It's built through those times where you think to yourself, fuck, I, I'm having such a mother F of a day. The last thing I want to do tonight is go to the gym. Well, guess what? Those who succeed will get it done no matter what. Yes. To me, a big part of resilience with this is the ability to do what needs to be done even when you don't feel like doing it. Yes. That's what will set those who succeed apart from those who do not. Mm. It's the, the ability to turn up regardless of the circumstance. Yeah. So number one for me, resilience, easily. Yes. Just following that, number two is consistency. Now, that's a word that gets a lot of lip service. Mm -hmm. I personally don't think many people know what true consistency actually is. No. True consistency is it's not what you do all the time Mm. because that involves this thing called perfection and, yeah, good luck with that. To me, consistency involves what you do most of the time. Yes. So you'll have these people where – you know they, they might do well for a couple of weeks and then go missing for a couple of weeks. That's not going to get it done. Sorry, no. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. Well, sorry, not sorry. Shockingly, but it's not gonna it's not going to get the job done. No. Cons- consistency is that person that more often than not will do, do what's necessary mm. with this. Now I won't get too much deeper into it because. We're going to have a podcast in this season talking about the importance of consistency, but there is a reason it is on this list. And very simply put, if you show me someone who is inconsistent, I will in turn show you someone who's going to be very upset and frustrated by a lack of results in the long term. Mm. It's just, it just doesn't work. Sorry, it is what it is. I don't make the rules; I just follow them.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so we're cool with that. Yes. The next one I've got on the list is accountability. Now, accountability can be accountability towards your trainers, your coach, your family, your friends, but also accountability towards oneself, which is another way of me for me saying personal leadership. Mm. And it, it sort of builds off of resilience and consistency, where you've got that that personal leadership and accountability where it's like, no, this is what I'm about. This is why I'm about it and I'm going to do what has to happen to facilitate whatever my outcome is going to be. Yeah. So the thing is when you're an adult, like you can kind of do whatever you want in life, but there's a, there's a level of personal leadership and accountability required where if you want to achieve certain things, there's certain things you need to do to make that happen, mm. which which may involve like, hey, I've got to take control of my schedule in my life and I've got to make certain things non-negotiables, and if I want to achieve these goals, whatever they might be, well, you know, there, there might be gym required. There might be meal prep required. For some people, like there might be homework or various tasks if you're working with in a program or with trainers or whatever. These things are needed, but you have to have the personal leadership to put aside the time and put aside the, the, the energy to commit to these things. So accountability is a big one. Yes. With that, uh, the next one that I've got, Courtney, is honesty. Mm-hmm. Honesty is a tough one for a lot of people because it's very easy to pay lip service to words like honesty, because it's very easy to say to someone like like myself or Courtney, oh, you know, I struggle with emotional eating and I struggle with with my stress response and I struggle with this, this, and this. That's all well and good. But then I've seen people that will say this at one side of the coin, then on the other side, when it comes time to actually own up to what they're doing, for example, send through meal records that are completely perfect and better than mine. Like, (laughs) mate, you are not being fucking honest. No. Red flag number one, when a client sends through a meal record better than my own. Mm. Like, stop, stop, stop. Honesty with this, more often than not, it's, it's honesty about when you're struggling mm-hmm. and, or things that you might be confused about, things you might need clarity on or things you might feel that you, you feel you're feel you lost. Yes. Um, it, it's on us as individuals to say to our support network, whoever that might be, like, hey, I'm struggling with, with X, Y, Z. Okay, cool. No problem at all. We know there's an issue here now. What can we do to address this? An issue I see with a lot of people is that they're they're willing to talk only when things are going well. So I call them good time Johnnies or good time Janes.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I think we all like to think ourselves. If you asked most ninety nine point nine nine percent of people, are you an honest person? They would. Everyone would say yes. Of course, I'm an honest person. Mm. We all think of ourselves as honest people. It's when things aren't going so well. I, that, that that is yeah. tested.
0: Um, maybe maybe the phrase we're looking for is selectively honest. Mm. Like yeah, sure. like yeah, I'm being honest like I hit on my workouts this week and I I did on my meal prep like fucking high five to me. like great. How honest are you gonna be when you don't have those weeks? Yeah. How honest are you on the weeks where you go missing? Yeah, when we don't hear from you for weeks on end. What happens during those times is what tells us more about what, you, what you're what you doing and how you're going versus what you're willing to show us. And that's actually a good way to to phrase it. Like I know for me, just from my perspective as, as a coach, I'm more interested in the things a person is not willing to tell us mm. than what they are willing to tell us. Mm. As I said, easy to say the things you're doing well. Anyone can toot their own horn, not hard. Tell me the things you, you don't do well. Yeah. Tell me the times that you struggle with the most. Tell me what happens when you have a bad day. Yes. So you have a bad day at work or a bad day at school, argument with a friend or your, your partner, whatever. I want to know what your response is to those situations. Don't tell me how good you go when things are nice and easy. Be honest and tell me how you go when things are real hard. Honesty is a big one and it's a hard one as well because it is in a lot of cases very confronting because you got to then face up to weaknesses is a word other people use the phrase lesser strengths is a more positive way to look at that but it's hey it's a positive way you got to you got to face up to your weaknesses yes and it it can be a blow to the ego but it's hey it's necessary mm-hmm. so honesty is on the list for me Uh, The next one on my list, Courtney, is long-term mindset. Mm -hmm. Again, another one that is paid plenty of lip service, uh, a whole lot different to actually living it day in and day out. And this is one that a lot of people are put to the test too when it comes to this because it can be very easy to say to people like us, oh, yeah, I'm in it for the long term. I'm ready to change. Like, mate, let's see what happens when the rubber meets the road. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you might not be changing the way you think you're supposed to be changing. Like you may say to people like us, like, yes, I know it's a long-term thing. I know it takes time. And then six weeks later, I'm not changing. Shockingly. Really? Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, Long-term mindset with this is is paramount because as I've learned over time, this isn't about what you do for 12 weeks or even for 12 months. This is about what you're prepared to do and the lifestyle and routine and habits you're prepared to build for ever. Mm-hmm. It's a phrase I love saying when I have friends that will ask me, how do, how do you keep doing this? My response is, I don't know how to stop anymore. I've done this for so long and it's so normal to me. I don't know how to I don't know seriously, I don't know how to, I don't know how to miss gym sessions. Yeah. I don't know how to not meal prep for myself mm. and feed my body good yummy healthy food. I don't know how to not do that anymore. And it's only come about because I've done it for so damn long. Yeah. And it's a good place to be in when you can say, well, I don't know how to stop even if I wanted to. Yeah. Because it's just so damn normal. But the thing is, that is a place I would like people to get to. If you get to that space where you can say that, like this is what I do, Mm. like your success is assured. It's not if you have success, honestly, it's how much over a long-term period of time because all these doors start to open. But a short-term mindset If you're thinking, oh, just you know, get in shape for Christmas or just get to my birthday or lose this much weight by this date, like, okay, cool. What happens after that? What's next? Have you thought that far yet? And I can understand the the appeal of, well, I'm in a place right now I don't want to be. I want to turn this around. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to feel like this. Like, I get all that. But the thing is, for a long-term improvement with this requires a long-term approach. It's one of the things I often think about. I don't always ask people this because often they're not ready to to be asked this question, but I think to myself, okay, you set yourself these goals to get to X dress size or whatever it is in in a certain period of time, what happens after that? Hmm. If you get to this goal, what will you do after that? If you don't get to the goal by then, what will you do? Will you keep going?
1: Mm.
0: Or are you thinking to yourself, I'm going to get to this this size, this weight, this whatever, and that's it. Like you're problem free for the rest of your life. Like I have some bad news. So a long-term mindset is critical and it's very much easier said than done. And which is why I I personally don't judge people for not having a long term mindset because you don't develop it quickly. It takes time. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Next superpower I've got, Courtney perseverance, Mm. which is almost like an extension of the long term mindset, just the ability to stick with it. Not be distracted by shiny objects like, oh, I've started this program with Matt and Courtney. Oh, I might go try intermittent fasting next week. Oh, after that, I might go and work with a keto coach. <laughs> you got no chance. No. Perseverance, the ability to stick with things long-term and to keep showing up. Mm. And that in itself is actually a superpower, the ability to show up. Again, easier said than done. If you've got someone, regardless of what they struggle with or their faults or whatever, if they're willing to show up, you've got something you can work with. If someone's not willing to show up, it's over. Like, we're fucking done here. This is a wrap. You ain't going nowhere. What do you think? I agree. So perseverance. Next one I've got... (laughs) is a word that Courtney likes to use a lot. Perspective. Mm. The ability to have perspective. And in particular, with what I'm referencing here, the ability to not sweat the small stuff. Because the thing is, with with a weight loss journey, things are going to go wrong. You're going to be challenged. There's going to be fucking tough times. Like that is how it works. It's called life. It is is indeed called life. Life has a habit of throwing – if you haven't figured it out by now, life will throw you curveballs. It'll ask you questions, tough questions, questions you may not want to answer. That's just the way it goes. But there's perspective involved in knowing what's worth stressing about and what's not worth stressing about. Uh, and some of the best advice I've ever been given is, hey, don't sweat the small things. Like we, we sort of touched on a a bit more in our episode, Courtney, why you should stop being a dick to yourself. <laughs> like, hey, you you, might, you you made a mistake. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. missed a meal. Oh, you missed breakfast. Oh, you had to miss a training session. Fucking move on, pal. Move on. Yeah. Go get it right the next time. Yeah. Next. Next day, next workout, next next cooking session in the kitchen, like there's always a next time. Go get it right next there's time. There's always
1: a next time. And I think when you talk about perspective, it's it's about stepping back. It really is about stepping back. Mm. And it's about looking at just what you, what you were just speaking about. It's, it's about stepping back and looking at it from – you're trying to look at it from an outside point of view because when all of this stuff keeps happening to us, you don't see it. You know, you can't always see things for what they are, the reality of the situation, when you're the one that's living it. Mm. So when you talk about perspective, it's about trying to step back. And if you were the friend, if you were the coach or the friend and the outside looking in, what would you tell yourself? How would oh, you look at it?
0: We're all, we're all brilliant at giving advice yes. to others and not so brilliant at taking it ourselves. I think perspective only comes through experience. Yeah. Uh, experience and also learning from others yeah. in some cases. And that's also why we are so obviously passionate about, you know, getting help, getting support, getting coaching with things like this because the people you've got around you will have perspective that you may not necessarily be expected to have, especially early on. Mm. Like it's when people first start, with this, they're very much slaves to their emotions, which is understandable because it's a very emotional process. Uh, and a lot of our decisions, our reactions, our thoughts, etc., are based on our emotions. Mm. Over time, as perspective comes with experience, you can gradually start to shift from emotional to more objective. Mm-hmm. And looking at things, as you said, Courtney, from that sort of external view, or I like to say it from like a – From a thousand foot high in the sky, you can see things with a bit more clarity. But that only takes time Mm. as well. Uh, So, yeah, perspective and the ability to not sweat the small stuff. And just knowing when to trust your gut and just let certain shit go. Yeah. And just move on, mate. Just move on.
1: Just move on. Yep.
0: Um, Next one I've got, Courtney, is kindness and understanding towards oneself. Mm. Once again, common theme: easier said than done. We are indeed our own worst critics, yes, and our own worst enemies when it comes to this. Um, something that we we said in last week's episode, Courtney, about you know being less of a dick to yourself. Think of the ways you treat yourself and the things you say to yourself. Would you say that to someone else? To someone you care for? Mm. If you wouldn't, you probably shouldn't say it to yourself. Yeah. And that's a big thing with this, especially if you're attempting to do something you haven't done before. Mm. Like there's gonna be bumps in the road and you're gonna make mistakes. Like, hey, be be kind to yourself and be understanding that like this this might be your first lap around the track or your first few laps around the track. Like things things are gonna go wrong. Yeah. And if you think to yourself, oh nah I won't be that person, like yes, you fucking will be. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you sorry, you aren't that special. Yeah. This is it is what it is. But giving yourself some grace is a big thing with this. And I personally think that having this kindness and understanding towards yourself allows you to get better at things like not sweating the small stuff. Because like, oh, you know what? I'll fuck that up. I'll get it right next time. Move on. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And in many cases as well, like sometimes shit just happens. Yeah. Sometimes you just get things wrong. That's all right. Yep last one I've got Courtney before we move on to yourself because Jesus I've been going here (laughs) the last one I've got is having a student mentality what do I mean by having a student mentality well by that I mean being prepared to learn as much as you can from every possible situation so the thing is as you as you gather experience with this you should be able to learn from your experiences to apply them later on down the track in a similar situation or potentially to, you know, pay it forward and pass it on to friends or loved ones or other people that are going through similar situations to you. Being a student and being prepared to learn as much as you can from every situation helps you get very good with this. Cause there is no better teacher than experience. Like I know for me, like I've done so many certificates with my line of work, but nothing has taught me as much as good old fashioned life. You know, there's only excuse me, there's only so much you learn from a textbook. Mm. You know? But being being prepared to to look at any situation and go, well, okay, what went right? What went wrong? What can be applied for next time, as we like to say, Courtney, success leaves clues. Yes. But so does failure mm. for lack of a better word. Struggle leaves clues. Victory leaves clues. Like any any experience you have with this, be it positive or negative or somewhere in between, there's information you can get out of that mm. that you can apply the next time out because chances are there will be another next time out with this. You very rarely will have one-off situations Yeah. with a journey like this. You'll kind of have similar situations repeating themselves over time with this. But just having that ability to go, well, okay – what went right, what went wrong, what can be applied next time out. Yeah. Because I can tell you, it's a very, very good feeling when you apply something you've learned the next time a similar situation comes up and it's like, oh, I got better at that. Yeah. It's a real good, positive, uplifting feeling. Yes, it is. That's all I got. So I've given my superpowers as a quick recap, Courtney. Resilience, consistency, accountability, honesty, a long-term mindset, perseverance, perspective and the ability to not sweat the small stuff, kindness and understanding towards oneself and a student mentality.
1: Love it. I'm done with this episode. I'm putting my (laughs)
0: headphones down. I'm uh, leaving the room. Courtney, go. I
1: have um, a list as well. I think with my list, there was no point, copying literally everything so just because Matt there's stuff on Matt's list that is on my list doesn't mean that it's one of our lists are wrong it's just there was no point literally copying every single one each other had
0: we don't need an echo chamber yes um but we, we the thing is well, the reason we're doing our own individual lists is because we're different people
1: yeah correct so I also had resilience I had resilience slash strength so I think that I agree. Resilience is massive, obviously, when it comes to
0: What's resilience to you?
1: Life in general, not only just this. Resilience to me is the ability to always be trying to move forward. Oh. Yeah. So, to me, resilience is about always somehow taking steps forward. And you may not always like it, and it may not be comfortable. And it may not be easy, yeah. But you never want to be left um, treading water, stagnant, yeah. And you definitely don't want to be going backwards. So, to me, resilience is always trying to push forward, and and the battles that come with that because it's never an easy progress process.
0: How resilient would you say you are now?
1: I would say that I am light years, (laughs) more resilient than I was even
0: five years ago. How do you improve at that?
1: It's about, to me, being better at resilience is about, A, identifying that you aren't good at resilience, but also learning over time the ability to push forward, to let things go. I think my experience um, dealing with anxiety – you know, it forces me to do a lot of self-reflection. It forces me to do a lot of um, moving on from regret because part of my uh, anxiety problem will be to hold on to things like regret and and failure and and things like this. So resilience to me is being able to deal with that in a positive way and to learn from it and move forward. Um, And I said resilience slash strength because I feel like to me it's there's sort of um the 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 same category you know you need to have strength strength is a superpower and I'm not just talking about physical strength yes in a weight loss journey that's going to come in handy and you're going to build that up but you have to be able to also have um strength of mind you know our brain is a muscle too (laughs) And we need to develop strength in our thoughts, in our actions, um, and that goes a lot like pairs with resilience. Um, my next one is sacrifice. I think that when it comes to sacrifice, it's not a it's not a pleasant word. It's one of those words that we. I mean, we all want to believe that we can go through and we're going to be able to find some sort of weight loss journey that doesn't involve sacrificing anything.
0: Isn't that the dream?
1: And it's just not going to happen. Mm. So, yes, we say when you do weight loss correctly, it shouldn't be a diet. Um,
0: which is which is accurate.
1: Which is accurate. Yeah. But it, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have to sacrifice anything.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a difference between... Uh, you don't need to diet versus you can eat the same shit you use to get where you are, to get where you want to be.
1: And it's completely fine. Mm. So the word sacrifice has to come in. It has to come into the mix. Now, to me, you change it from a negative to a positive by adding it to a category that says these are the superpowers that you need to succeed. So you change it from a negative aspect to it's a superpower, the ability to be able to sacrifice. So you have to get comfortable with it and you have to get comfortable with there's going to be a certain amount of
0: it. Well, is could the word sacrifice be interchanged with being prepared to make choices?
1: Yeah. I mean, find some sort of way to put some sort of positivity on it. Yes, it's about choices. It's about making the best choice possible, not always the one that you want.
0: Also, The, the choice is congruent with the outcome you're... Striving towards. Just
1: correct. Mm. So I think sacrifice you can definitely use. It's essential to be part of the journey, but I think it also can be added to be a superpower.
0: What have you had to sacrifice along the way to get to where you are?
1: Oh, from every category. You sacrifice food that you want to eat. Such as? You sacrifice, well, you know, um Sugar, um, gluten, <laughs> dairy. I have intolerances to them, so that in itself still is a sacrifice. Are so you saying
0: you don't have sugar anymore?
1: I have less sugar mm-hmm. than I used to. Yep. Um, what else? There would be, um,
0: does time count as a sacrifice?
1: Time, um. Uh, you know, you would. I would sacrifice doing certain things because I need to get my workout in, or
0: like watching a certain I've, TV show at a certain time.
1: Correct. Or you know, you you sacrifice part of your weekend to do food shopping and meal prep. Yeah. Okay. Um. So there's sacrifices that are involved, and some people would look at those and say, "Oh, that's not really a sacrifice." Well, it Shortest is choice. It's choice. You're making that choice to do something else. Um, my next one is all, um, I think you had it as well, Matt, with it's consistency. Um, I mean, I don't don't think I can add too much more than what you already said, which is just how important consistency is. I mean, there's really not much else to say about it. We've got
0: got a podcast episode that will flesh that out a whole lot more, but what's consistency to you? I mean, consistency
1: really is the ability to do actions for a sustained period of time until you get the results.
0: Okay, what about after that?
1: Find new actions and continue to do those. So it's about having goals, setting goals, setting intentions and acting on them. And then when you get to a certain place, you're resetting goals, you're resetting intentions, you're acting on them. But it's it, nothing happens overnight. And so it's about that doing the same thing over and over and over again until you get the result that you want. Um, and then once you get that result, aiming for something else mm. and doing that over and over and over again until you get the what you want. Um, that's really what consistency is to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is open-minded, so be open-minded.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: I think this sort of relates a bit to your student mentality one, Matt, on your your list, which is you have to be open-minded to try new things. You have to be open-minded to there being a better way. Often we can get stuck in our preconceived ideas on what weight loss is or what exercise is or what healthy eating is. So people will come to us and say, oh, but I eat okay. Well, you don't.
0: (laughs) You clearly don't.
1: So, oh, know I eat pretty healthy. That's not my problem. Yeah, it is. Oh. It is your problem.
0: <laughs> Overweight person saying, oh, I eat healthy.
1: That's not my problem. It is your problem. <laughs> it, it just is your problem because – It's one of them. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, trying to keep an open mind in that
0: – Being you, open to change.
1: Being open to change. There are going to be things that you aren't going to like. There's going to be things that you love. All of it is going to be part of the journey. You need to be open to it. But it also comes to be open-minded to your own emotions. Um, You need to be open-minded to feeling the feels that you're going to feel. So the negativity, the emotion, the positivity, the joy, the sadness. You have to be open and know that all of this is going to come. Because the moment you start to close anything off, it the harder it's going to be for yourself. Um, so I think that that's, that that's really important when it comes to it. And obviously taking in information, learning new skills, um, that's a big one because you may never, never have lifted weights before.
0: I think also part of um, being open-minded and being open to change is being open to having... Your thoughts and beliefs potentially challenged.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Like you might you might be someone where you've got it in your head or you know like the the, the diet industry sort of drums it into you like oh, carbs are bad for you. And then here's Matt and Courtney come along, like, no, they're not. Hmm. Like, whoa, my head just exploded.
1: Yeah. But the open mind mindedness comes from not closing yourself off to that thought straight away and saying, tell me more. Yes. Or just simply asking the question, why?
0: My favourite. Your favourite question, Matt, Mm.
1: which is to ask why. So my next one on my list is self-reflection, self-reflective, being Mm. self-reflective or or having some self-reflection. This one comes Mm. in, I think, it's really important from the emotional side of weight loss we've spoken in the past how um it's it's a long journey so it's it can be a very emotional journey you've got highs and you've got lows and you can have joy you're going to have frustration I think being self-reflective and this all comes back to perspective as well so very similar in this being able to step back and actually when things are hard and things are going really well to also not just when things are hard. I think that's really important. You also want to be self-reflective when things are going really well because you that's the way that we start to understand our human behaviour, our individual behaviour, individual habits. So you want to be able to take a moment and step back and really think about, you know, what's happened, what's happening, what's going to happen next, how am I dealing with this, how do I really feel, not how am I supposed to feel, But how do I really feel about this? Um, I think having that, being able to have that self-reflective nature. Now, this is where also some people like to journal. You know, some people enjoy journaling and they Mm. enjoy getting their feelings down on paper. That's great too. I've never been much of a journaler. I tend to just do it in my own head. You know, I have a conversation in my own head about how do I really feel about this? Um, Is this really a problem or... You know, I feel good today. Why? Yep. Why do I feel good today? What's different? So these are all things that I think are really important to do throughout your journey. It gives you so much intel.
0: How often do you self-reflect? Daily. Really? Yeah. On what sort of things?
1: Everything from... Okay,
0: that's specific.
1: I haven't (laughs) finished yet. All right. Just be careful I take your microphone away.
0: I love the sass.
1: Um, everything from um, negative emotions obviously bring it out the most. So if I'm feeling regret, if I'm feeling anxious, um, if I'm feeling um, s- sadness or frustration, they bring it out the most. Um, but I, I try to get in the habit of also when I'm feeling like I'm quite energetic in a day. You know, feeling like just touching in with myself on why do I feel so good today? You know, just what's happened, you know?
0: What do you get from it?
1: For the negative things, it helps me with my anxiety. So regret, anxious feelings, things like that are triggers. So if I'm feeling anxious about something, it allows me to really think about not just the emotion but why I'm feeling the emotion. So I have to ask myself, okay, I'm feeling anxious. Why? What is it that I'm actually anxious about here? And it allows me to self-reflect on the problem, not just the emotion. And then I can think about it in more of a clear way and I can remind myself that it's not as bad as I think it is. And it allows my anxiety and my feelings to go down. When I then do it when I'm feeling energetic or happy or, positive. you know, positive, mm. it it allows me to f- – um, I think it's good because it trains my brain to not only self-reflect when it's always negative. So I like to be able to then tell myself that it's, you know, it's not just always associated with negativity, yep. but also I like it because maybe I am um, can use some of the feelings – When I'm feeling anxious and I can remind myself of that or, you know, I can use some of those, um, happy examples when I'm, when I'm not feeling Mm -hmm. quite so happy. Does that make sense? It does. Um, but obviously not everybody is going to deal with anxiety. Um, like I do or in general, and you know, so not everyone's going to have that. So you may not need to self-reflect daily, but I still think it's a really good thing to do to be able to self-reflect on how far you've come maybe, you know, um, what your next goal is. Really take a step back and really think about those things because it's really easy to forget the little things. Um, my next one is um, honesty. So I think we all we spoke about it in your list Matt we all know why honesty is important
0: um, what does it mean to you though?
1: it mean I think to me my default would definitely be in the early stages of my journey were definitely what you you had said earlier Matt which was you know you only want to remember the good things.
0: selective honesty
1: There's selective honesty absolutely there's selective honesty and I would consider myself a very honest person. Um, And even I, you know, fell into that pattern of being very selectively honest because I think feeding off that comes the fear of disappointment, the fear of um, letting somebody down, you know, all these things come off being honest. And so, of course, your brain's going to go into selective honesty. You don't want to feel those feelings. Um, I think along with honesty is probably a good one to slip in there, which is also vulnerability. Yes, because I think they are going to come in hand, like hand in hand.
0: How do we miss that? So
1: vulnerability is really important because of that. Because it's it it takes vulnerability to be honest. It takes vulnerability to potentially let someone down, to potentially have someone be disappointed in you. Mm. You know, those things are are, there are potential. I'm not going to say being honest, disappointed in yourself, being disappointed in yourself, Mm. having to be embarrassed because you did or didn't do something, you know, having to feel regret, you know, it, these are vulnerable emotions that mm. we don't, they're not comfortable. I don't like them. So I can only imagine other people don't like them. Mm. Um, but have, being able to be vulnerable, being able to be honest, they we have to keep reminding ourselves that they're a superpower because the benefits far outweigh the negatives. We're going to tell ourselves that the negatives are bigger, but it's, it's completely false. And you need to tell yourself that the benefits are always going to outweigh any negativity that comes from it. That's what we always say. If somebody is disappointed or upset with you for making a mistake, that's their problem.
0: Yeah, it probably, it probably says a lot about the person yes. rather than about you Correct. because a, a positive mindset is like, okay, a mistake's been made. How can we improve next time out?
1: Yes, so I think vulnerability in that situation is always really important, and remembering our favorite quote, Matt. You know, forget the mistake, remember the lesson.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, vulnerability is a damn good one. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you.
1: Um, my next one is patience. Oh,
0: oh, the one, the one that no one wants.
1: The one that no one wants. It is a superpower to be patient. It is. It is the the most uncomfortable of all the superpowers probably.
0: This is the bane of people's existence. Yeah, probably one.
1: even more uncomfortable than vulnerability. Um, there's not much else to say other than it takes a long time and being patient sucks.
0: And it takes yeah, it takes longer than what you tell yourself.
1: So patience is a skill. It needs to be practiced and you're not always gonna get it right. You're gonna get frustrated, you're gonna get annoyed at the time, in some stage of your journey.
0: Multiple. Multiple
1: stages. stages. Trying to remind yourself of patience and a long-term mindset is
0: essential. Once again, easier said than done. Absolutely. And Has your patience improved over time?
1: Oh, it's improved. I still suck at it. (laughs) I'm still a very impatient person. When I want something done, I want it done now. I want to see results straight away, you know. The
0: fantasy, huh?
1: Correct. Um, My last one is empathy. I think empathy is a really important superpower to have. I think, I mean, I've spoken about it in some of the others because it sort of goes into being self-reflective, vulnerable, you know, this sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. I think when we talk about empathy, we're talking about, Um, It's actually probably similar to your one, Matt, of kindness and understanding towards yourself. So we talk about being vulnerable, we talk about being honest, these sort of emotions, but I think that empathy to yourself, you touched on it before, you wouldn't allow somebody else to speak to your child or your mother or your sibling or your best friend the way that we often speak to ourselves. You just wouldn't stand there and take it. And we, day after day after day, when we get into a negative headspace, we are awful to ourselves.
0: Brutal at times.
1: Absolutely brutal. You would never say the things out loud that we say to it in our own heads often.
0: Let alone to someone you care about.
1: So, tr- like, trying to remember empathy first is the most important thing.
0: How do you practice that?
1: I think that comes with time, but I think practicing empathy first. So it's not just practicing empathy, it's practicing empathy first. Okay. So when something happens, because often we're the most nasty to ourselves Mm. when something's gone wrong or we've perceived something to go wrong.
0: We've made a mistake.
1: We've made a mistake. Or maybe we're not practicing patience as well as we should be. Mm. Something has happened that has triggered us off and straight away, we want to just shit on ourselves. <laughs> we are the worst person in the world, Very basically. Good. You know, every insult underneath the sun. Everyone's going to be upset with you. Everyone's going to be disappointed in you. You've embarrassed yourself. Why are you doing this? Why did you ever think you could do this? Mm. All these one-liners that we start spewing at ourselves, I think the best thing to do when that starts to happen is to remind yourself, literally say to yourself, empathy first. Empathy first. And to step back, and this is where then you move into being self-reflective. Why am I jumping down my own throat here? What's happened? Because often we start bang straight into these awful one-liners and we're we're, um, just abusing ourselves. We forget why. What was the problem in the first place? So pull it back. Remind ourselves why am I upset with myself right now and then being able to actually be a bit self-reflective and say why am I upset about this?
0: Have you improved at this over time? Yeah. What's, What's helped to get better at that? Just literally saying empathy first?
1: Literally just stepping back. I literally feel myself, I almost imagine myself literally taking a step back. So physically stepping back. So when I say I step back in my mind I am physically stepping back and I'm looking at myself in this situation and I'm literally saying to myself what has gone wrong here? What's happened here? And then it's really everything else dies down and I'm really just getting to the core of the problem and then I'm almost dissecting it like it was somebody else's problem. So it's like I'm looking at it now from my best friend has come to me and told me this and I'm looking at it as, okay, let's think about this. You know, you're taking trying to take yourself away, a step away from it so you can think clearly. That's the way I do it. Others might have a very different way of doing that.
0: I know. Uh, Just personally, I will often think to myself, in this situation, what would I say to someone else?
1: Yeah, perfect. Perfect way. You need to come up with something to tell yourself.
0: Mm.
1: Something that's going to trigger you into thinking a bit more clearly and really getting down to what the problem is and why suddenly it's a problem. And I think that's going to change for everyone. Like I said before, some people like to write down their feelings. Um, some people like to journal it.
0: Yeah, there's no right or wrong way to do this. There's
1: no right or wrong, and mm. everyone's going to have something different. So
0: whatever f- it works, it works. I
1: feel like when it comes to empathy and self-reflection, um, you just have to find that trigger that's going to work for you. You just got to find that that one switch that you can flick that's going to get you to really start thinking about it clearly.
0: You would probably then say there'd be some trial and error. Yeah. With that.
1: Yeah. It took. It took me years. You know, so it's not even trial and error, just, oh yeah, I'll figure it out over a week. You know, it took me years to really come up with something that now feels like when you say to me, How do you do it? I literally have to think about it because I don't even think about it. I just (laughs) do it. It's not something, it's like the trigger for me happens almost naturally now without me thinking too much about it. My process, in a way. Like I think about it while I'm doing it, but the process I don't really think about. So I'm now when you ask me that question, I'm trying to think, what do I do? (laughs) What do I tell myself? Um, So it took me years to come up with a process that works for me. So everyone is going to come up with their own thing. And when you find something that works, just keep doing it and just keep practicing it. It's just like any other emotional muscle that we're trying to get better at. It's just about repetition. And if you're feeling like you're doing something and it's not helping and you've been doing it for a while, don't be afraid to try something else. Mm. Because, you know, there's not one thing that's going to work for everyone. I've tried writing down my feelings before. You know, it didn't really work for me.
0: You're not a writer.
1: I'm not a writer. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm a talker. Um, So, yeah, um, find something that, that works for you. but. There, that's that's my list anyway. can
0: also ask the opinions of those you value the most.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Confide in somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: That's on my list.
0: Thank you for that.
1: No problem.
0: That was fantastic. <laughs> well done.
1: You too. Good lists.
0: Well, yeah. I right, can we wrap it up?
1: I think I think we've spoken enough.
0: We've done well here so hopefully this has proved to be of some value to you uh if not well i mean just blame courtney i always do if
1: you're probably is not listening now by now if it hasn't been through yeah, that <laughs> you yeah. probably stopped listening the, by now the fact
0: you're hearing this means uh we've we've helped so we really are happy that we've done that uh so mm-hmm. let's get the get the heck out of here courtney yes. you want to mention the facebook group
1: Yes, um, just look look up The Weight Loss Podcast on Facebook and you'll find the Facebook group.
0: There'll also be a link directly to the group in the podcast app you are currently using. So like, click the link and come and hang out with us. And, and keep... our email, Matt? Oh, podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com. Send through any feedback and or questions. Remembering we do have a Q&A coming at the end of this season. So if you want your question answered by us, In the episode, like hit us up. Hit us up. All right, Courtney, let's get out of here. That's it. Thank you for listening. Bye.